Welcome to the weekly worship service from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbon A and Kankakee. In today's service, you will hear readings from God's Word, a message from our pastor, the Lord's Prayer, and a blessing for you and your family. But first, a few announcements about our ministry at St. Paul's. We invite you to join us for our weekly 5 p.m. Saturday worship service at our church located at 348 East Merchant Street in downtown Kankakee. We also hold weekly Sunday morning worship services at 8.30 and 11.05 at our school site, located at 1780 Career Center Road in Bourbon A. If you have any health reasons that might keep you away from in-person worship, please consider one of our alternative worship services, such as our worship page on our website, our weekly WKAN broadcast, and through our Facebook stream. You may also request an audio copy or opt for our podcast. All worship services and church information are available on our website at stpaulslutheran.net. The latest information on our response to the pandemic is available by clicking the COVID-19 tab at the top of the page. For more information about St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School, please call the church office at 815-932-0312. And now we pray that you are blessed by the Word of God in today's worship. This lesson this morning comes from 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question on the ground of conscience, for the earth is the Lord's, fullness thereof. If one of the unbelievers invites you to dinner and you are disposed to go, eat whatever is set before you without raising any question on the ground of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it 
for the sake of the one who informed you, and for the sake of conscience. I do not mean your conscience, but his. For why should my liberty be determined by someone else's conscience? If I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of that for which I gave thanks? So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or to Greeks or to the churches of God. Just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, that they may be saved. This is the gospel of the Lord. 
Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. We continue with our hymn, hymn 850, God of Grace, God of Glory. Uses you and me. 
uh, we are his instruments his, uh, through which he, he works to share that life-saving gospel uh, with all people. God calls each one of us to use what he has given. Uh, use the, the, the gifts of our time, the talents, the, the, the resources faithfully to be his light in a dark world. And we're called to use these gifts uh, that God has given to us for the purpose of helping others, right? That they might know his son. In our relationship with God and our relationship with others, we have the purpose of, of giving God all the glory, right? Through through all of our witnessing, our loving, our serving, our giving. And then, so the, the message for today uh, is focusing on one scripture from Paul's first letter to Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10, verse 31, which reads, So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. God's telling us the Apostle Paul that we are to do all to the glory of God. After all, God wants, God desires to be glorified. However, in our, it is our nature, our sinful nature, to hold back from giving God glory. We need you every day to say this at work in your life and in mine to encourage us to put ourselves first rather than putting God first. Satan loves to tug at our sinful nature, using our selfish ambition, our pride, our, our arrogance, our, our other character flaws. He wants those things to get in the way of serving and glorifying God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Rather than giving God glory, a lot of times our thoughts turn inward and we, we wonder, well, what, what's in it for me, right? Me, mine, myself. Those are the words again and again that, 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 that when we focus on ourselves. In a, in a question and answer session after one of his lectures, Dr. C.S. Lewis was once asked, uh, which of the world's religions gives the follow its followers the greatest happiness? C.S. Lewis paused for a moment of thought and he said, you know, while it lasts, the religion of worshiping oneself is best. Because he went on to say that short-term happiness uh, is identified as the most important thing. It is the self that we seek above all else. Theologian Richard Baxter said, man's fall was his turning from God to himself. That, that seeking of, of self leads to boredom and depression. And when we're focused on ourselves, and, and that's our downfall, isn't it? Turning toward ourself and seeking self-will rather than God's will and God's glory. It's one of the biggest obstacles to our relationship with God. You know, we need to answer uh, the question regularly as to what our true motives are and what, where our heart, where our hearts are. And who will you serve? Will you serve God or will you serve yourself? In the Old Testament book of Joshua, Joshua exhorts the tribes of Israel asking, asking who they will serve. And Joshua has this great passage, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That proclamation of, by Joshua really serves as a pattern for our lives, to serve God, to glorify God no matter what. But spiritually, which path do you follow? Will you serve God? Or will you serve yourself? You know, we had that challenge given to us last weekend when Jesus called us to forget ourselves, to deny ourselves and follow him. 
and pick up our cross. In life, rarely are, are things presented quite so clearly because uh, that's because Satan's really hard at work to make everything sort of a gray area, you know? Uh, making it hard to discern between foolishness and wisdom. Uh, of all the gifts God gives to us, time is really one of the more difficult to use to God's glory, isn't it? I mean, how are we choosing to spend time that God gives to us? Focusing on ourselves, we, we might choose to work hard in our career, right? Uh, neglecting time to pray, participating in devotion and, and in worship. Uh, we may rationalize that, uh, that we're ignoring God, but, but yeah, but we're, but we're providing for our families because after all, uh, that's important, that's good. Uh, but it's easy to get our priorities all mixed up. Perhaps we can convince ourselves that once we start making money, yeah, then we'll get a bigger house and pay off some debt. Then we will have more time to spend with God and be active in the church. It never happens. When that happens, we're sort of living in that gray area where poor choices are made. We do what we want to do because we talk ourselves into believing that, that God's not concerned with what I'm doing today. We do what we want to do because we've talked ourselves into believing that God's not concerned with what I'm doing today. We know God's patient. And so we think that, well, he'll wait for us to get around, to come around back to him and fulfilling his purpose for us. But we, when we stop wanting to please God, when we stop wanting to give God glory, we're elevating ourselves, right, to God's level. Because now we're deciding what we want God to accept. Satan sort of twists all that up in us. He's so crappy. So what is our purpose? To give God glory. We think about Joshua's proclamation for a moment. The challenge is to serve God, to focus on what God wants and what we're able to do about it. But the temptation is often to serve ourselves. And as his children, God leads us to be like Joshua. He, he made up his mind on how he and his family would believe, how they would serve God. And he was ready to carry out God's promise and, and was given strength to give God all the glory. I read a story about three teenagers. They were talking about uh, their future plans and their lives. One of them uh, talked about being a doctor uh, because for him, being a doctor meant that he could have fame and people would come to him and be helped, right? He saw becoming a doctor as a way of, of gaining popularity and recognition. His purpose in life was to gain fame. The other teenager listened and said, well, he decided that he might like to be a doctor too, but but he also described the kind of car that his doctor drove, it was a Ferrari. Uh, I mean, he shared that being a doctor meant that he could have the one he wanted, right? Uh, a Lamborghini, and, and he, he started uh, sort of listing all the different kinds of things that his parents couldn't afford that he could have, and, and his purpose in life was getting wealth. The 13 was confused. He thought for a few moments and he shared the desire that he wanted to do something that God wanted him to do. Maybe that would mean becoming a doctor or maybe that would mean uh, being uh, like a nurse or something else. But his purpose in life 
was to glorify God by serving others. And as they shared that with the others, they laughed at it. That's a risk we face, isn't it? That we might be laughed at or ridiculed when we put God first. There's no ambiguity in our theme for 1 Corinthians where we're called to do it all, do all to the glory of God. It's easier for us to recognize that we give God glory in our prayers each week and in worship, but God expects us to give Him glory in all things, right? To serve God and to give Him glory certainly involves our relationships with family and neighbors, our, our time at work, our time at school, our, our time, our involvement in church, our, our leisure time. God is glorified when we thank Him for everything. We thank him for all of our gifts and all of the blessings. So we wake up each day giving God glory for the gift of a new day. Are we giving God glory for our, our vocation, uh, our, our state, state in life as, as husband and wife, as parents, as students, as brothers and sisters? We give God glory when we go about our daily tasks in his name, doing the best that we can in all that we do. God is glorified when he works through us, isn't he? When that happens, we, we further that kingdom. We, we, we serve the common good. We glorify God. You know, this weekend, we celebrate the gifts God has given to us, but especially how God has given us gifts to our teachers, our faculty, and support staff here at St. Paul's Church and School. I mean, I, I got to brag. I mean, we've got some great workers here, right? We have great, awesome, and wonderful uh, workers here at St. Paul's embodying this verse, whatever you do, right? Whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Do it all to the glory of God. I mean, it's a blessing to see everyone from uh, pastors to uh, principals to, uh, to, to teachers to other kinds of helpers that we have around our facilities here, uh, cooks and janitors to to faithfully work to the glory of God. You know, this uh, our, our theme for the school year this year uh, is centered on John 15, where Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. And as we kicked off the year, we, we talked about the fact that our faculty, our staff, are, are connected to Jesus. But then they're also connected to each other. And then they're connected to their students. What a blessing to see the workers being used by God to share the love of Jesus and his good news. Last week, you heard Jesus tell his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. Being a disciple and being a faithful steward requires self-denial. Jesus taught that denying oneself is an essential part of the Christian life. You know, we're because we're born sinful, of a sinful state of putting ourselves first, we need help. We need help from God's Holy Spirit to resist that natural temptation to be self-centered rather than God-centered kind of people. On our own, as it's where we're hopeless. Uh, uh, but the Spirit, the Word, and the Sacrament enables you and me to use our lives, to use those blessings according to God's plan and to His glory. As transformed people, we can serve the Lord as he equips and motivates us. And my friends, it's not just the faculty and staff. 
That's all of us. Right? We have the gospel. We have the power of God and the salvation. We have that life-saving word which is profitable for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. We have the ascended Christ who is seated at the right hand of God, working all things for good for those called according to his purpose. Now, we'll, we'll never be perfect on this side of heaven, but we have the assurance that because of Jesus' death and resurrection, we are forgiven. We're going to fall again and again to give God glory in all that we do. But God knows our hearts, doesn't he? He'll pick us up, he'll encourage us, and keep us going in that pursuit to give him the glory that he deserves. It's very fitting this uh, first week at, uh, at this Stewards Living with Purpose that we're starting here, focusing on the purpose to do all things for the glory of God. Because we understand that the purpose of life is not just fun, friends, dreams, and personal fulfillment, or any number of things that, that might be tempted to make our focus and purpose. No, we're stewards of God's glory. You know, next week, we're going to consider the theme is Be, why, be My Witnesses, called it uh, Share That Life-Saving Gospel uh, with People Near and Far. Uh, the, the week after that, we're going uh, to talk about uh, focus of purpose of, of helping those in need and then the final week, we're, we're going to talk about to be generous in every way. My friends in Christ, God has called you and me to do all, to do everything to the glory of God. May he help you and me commit our time, our talents, and our treasures for the purpose to do just that, to do it all to the glory of God. Amen. Please stand. Now may the peace of God that transcends all understanding guard your hearts and guard your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Dear friends, let us confess our faith using the words of the Nicene Creed we confess together. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, go with God's blessing this day. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this time of worship. From all of us at St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School, we thank you for listening. More worship opportunities are available on our website at stpaulslutheran.net. Just click worship at the top of the page. May God bless you and your family each and every day. And again, thank you for listening. <music>